Hi, I'm David. And I'm Aaron. And you're listening to The Travel Bros. In today's episode of The Travel Bros, Aaron and I are going to be talking about the best Mexican and Latin American restaurants in Houston. I know we've said it a lot on this show, but Houston is the most diverse city in America, and completely separate from that, it's known for its food. But when you combine those two things, you end up with really good diverse food population and restaurants in Houston. Um, So there are eight restaurants that we have on this list. All of them are incredible in their own ways, and I'll start with the first two. Number one is Tacos Al Jaibo. Tacos Al Jaibo has two locations, I believe, right, Aaron? Yeah, they have a uh, they have a food truck, and in addition, they have a restaurant on Bel Air Boulevard, um, which is a great part in an area called Gulfton that also has a bunch of other Mexican restaurants, which we could go on a whole episode about places there. But. Yeah, but Tacos Al Jaibo, we generally go to the one in Gulfton, as Aaron said. Uh, it's really, really good. Food is fast, but it's still completely fresh and authentic. Again, not Tex-Mex people. A lot of times, unfortunately, don't know the difference, and they get confused when, in reality, they're two completely different cuisines. So this is real Mexican food, not Tex-Mex, fast, um, but still fresh. Um, the guacamole, is the guac is amazing, and I would also recommend the chicken tacos, which I get. Um, Aaron, you get the... Um, I get the quesadilla. which is like what that is, but... Yeah, it's <laughs> like a... Um, I, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of Buria Tacos, um, so like quesabiria is just like birria tacos with cheese melted into it. Um, and birria tacos summed up, I'm, I'm sure I'm explaining this to people who already know it, but it's just like tacos dipped in birria sauce and then they're put on like a grill or like, a something like to cook them with. Uh, and then you put the shredded birria meat inside of it and the quesabiria comes with like the, um, it comes with some cilantro and onions and everything just comes together, like the tortilla with and the dipped birria sauce and everything. And they have salsas and stuff, and it's so good. Um, and it's really what they're known for at Tacos El Jaibo. And another thing about Tacos El Jaibo that I've noticed is the employees there. They're really friendly. And e- even though Aaron and I don't go there that often, they recognize us and we recognize them. And we kind of form like a relationship with them over time. And I noticed they do that with all their customers as well. So they're they're kind of know their clientele and they're they're just that we have a good relationship with them and they have a good relationship with their customers now another thing aaron said earlier is it's in gulfton now again we could do a whole episode on that but just to sum it up gulfton is a very hispanic area it's actually right near aaron aaron's in my house um and it is in it's called gulfton and it's a highly hispanic area of houston with a lot of restaurants malls um a lot of things there um and it's really really fun there's a lot to do and one of, I mean, this is probably one of, there's hundreds probably of taco restaurants there. Yeah, I would hundreds. like, this isn't really on our list of what we were going to talk about today, um, but I'd like to mention another one that's really good, like directly across from Tacos El Jaibo in the shopping center right across the street, um, which is called Tacos La Bala, and it is my sister's boyfriend's favorite Mexican restaurant in the city. Um, and I've been there with my dad and it was I'm it really, really good food. Um, counter service, you sit down and you get your food. Um, and it's kind of similar to Tacos El Jaibo, like in terms of quality of food and like taste, like it's really, really good, but it's just a little bit different. Like everything's a little bit different, but it's 
really, really amazing. And now before we move on, there is one more thing I need to say about Tacos Al Jaibo, which is the jukebox. <laughs> That's also something that they're known for. They, have, they just replaced it, actually. So it's a really big modern jukebox, and you can play songs, and you can even do it from your phone, which is awesome. And I do that every time, and I know Aaron's kind of gotten annoyed at me because sometimes I play some songs that are kind of annoying. But anyway, it's a great restaurant. We would highly recommend you go there. Now, the second place I'm going to talk about today is El Pollo Rico. Don't confuse it with El Pollo Loco, which is a common fast food place. I'm sure it's good. I don't know. I've been there once a few years ago, but that's not the point. El Pollo Rico is a really, really, really good Hispanic restaurant in, it's not in Gulfton, but it's near there. It's an area called Sharpstown. And what type of food is it, Aaron? Um, it's, um, it might be Colombian, but I'm not sure. I believe it um, is either Colombian or um it's 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 multiple. It's it says Mexican, but it also has some stuff that's Colombian or Guatemalan. Because don't they have plantains and stuff? Yeah, they there? have plantains. Like they have that's normally not in, in Mexican. The, no, it's it, they, no, they have some Mexican stuff, but it's mostly I believe Colombian or Guatemalan, um, something right. from around there. And, and it's really no. What they're known for though is their plantains, but you also get their rice. So when you do like takeout, for example, they give you rice. They give you. I would recommend getting the plantains. They give you corn tortillas because obviously flour isn't a thing in these countries. And they give you this whole chicken and it's not like pieces of chicken. It's a whole chicken and you cut it up. It's already cooked, but you you, you cut it up into little pieces and you put it in your taco and it is so good. And they give you this green salsa and it's very deceiving because it, they give you such a small amount of it. But believe me, don't even put on one drop of it if you can't tolerate spice because I... I may, I've made that mistake before, and I know Aaron can tolerate spice, but it's really spicy. But it's an incredible food, and I would highly recommend. Also yeah. great for takeout if you don't have time or you don't want to eat there. It's amazing for takeout. That's actually usually how we get it. Yeah, and we'd like to. I'd like to talk about like a different part of Latin America, um, which is Venezuela, and they have a really really good Venezuelan uh, arepa restaurant on Shepherd in Houston called Gusto Gourmet. And I went there one time um, before football practice, actually, and uh, I really needed something to, like that had a lot of protein and carbs at the same time. And I saw it online, and I went in, and it's a small, nice little um, Salvadorian, or not Salvadorian, a Venezuelan restaurant. We're going to talk about a Salvadorian restaurant later. But it was, um, the arepas are really good, and they have like beef and chicken, um, and they're very flavorful and not overpriced at all, like very reasonably priced. Um, and it has like 4.4 stars on Google, like 4.5 on Apple. Um, and the people who work there are super nice. Uh, they have desserts and stuff there too that you can buy in the little fridge in the back. And everything there is like made there and it's really, really great. And I would recommend it because, I mean, David, have you ever had arepas before? I have. I have had them. Um, I don't remember what what type of food did you say it was. Uh, it's um, Venezuelan food. Okay, yeah, because I feel like I had it for one of there was this thing that I was doing. It's that's a it's just it's a long story, but it was basically this thing about different like cultures and different. So I've tried different foods and I I did try an arepa. It was good. Um, yeah, I, it's like if you've ever had pupusas, which are what we're going to talk about later. Well, it's basically like arepas are like uh, pupusa and are like pupusas but it's similar it's like a pupusa but like with stuff sandwiched in between they're rather than you know they're both you know they're both made with dough and um maize which is like corn right but just corn flour they, they each have their own you know specific like 
depending on which country you're from, they, they make them differently. So like right. they have them in Panama, Venezuela, Colombia, but they do them differently per country. I don't know the little details, but I'm sure right. you guys could do more research on that. Yeah, I, yeah. It started, arepas were created in Colombia and Venezuela. That's their country of origin. Um, From but indigenous really, tribes, Right, actually. but really you'll notice that when you go around the world and try all the different kinds of foods that every Latin American country has to offer, you know, they'll have their varieties, but in the end of the day, the base ingredients are going to be pretty similar. A lot of corn, beans, rice, um, stuff like that, which I love a lot. Um, Aaron, what about the next restaurant we're going to talk about? Right, so what I was getting a little confused with for like a half a second when I said Salvadorian is because I uh, was thinking about the Salvadorian restaurant that I've been to a couple of times, and it's called Mama Rosas Pupuserias. Um, it's located, I believe, on... Hillcroft, but let me double check that. Um, in the meantime, I would like to say that Mama Rosas Pupuserias um, is a very, very great uh, Salvadorian restaurant. What's and your favorite thing to get there? Like if you have to choose one thing off the menu to only get next time, what would it be? It'd probably be, I think I got their pork um, pupusas. Um, and pupusas are basically like, I. it's basically similar to arepas, right? But instead of being like sandwiched in, it's more like cooked directly inside of it. It'd be like um, if any of you have ever had like stuffed naan um, at an Indian restaurant or whatever. It's basically like the equivalent of that, um, but at a Salvadorian restaurant. And it's made with corn flour and it has a bunch of like, um, it has some sauces inside and some spices and stuff like that. And, and then what they normally give you at these places is they'll give you a bag with a um, with cabbage in it, like I think it's like a, like pickled cabbage, and then they'll give you like a red sauce on the side. And, and speaking of Indian restaurant, it's funny because Aaron and I, as I've said, even in today's episode, Houston is the most diverse city in America. So we have, as I said, Gulfton, which is like a lot of Hispanic. It's a very Hispanic area. Then we have an area, and it is literally called the Mahatma Gandhi District, and it's next to Gulfton, and it is like a lot of Indian, um, an area like Pakistani Indian food. Um, and the area, the the place that Mama Rosa's Popuseria is actually located right next, right, it's technically not, it. yeah, it's, it's in the Mahatma Gandhi district, essentially, um, which is actually, it's kind of ironic because you would think it would be engulfed in. It's a little bit above it. It's like the Mahatma Gandhi district is kind of like in a little triangle or whatever that the freeways kind of separate. It's separated by the freeway 69 and the West Park. It's 59. 59 and the West Park. Uh, tollway, right? Yeah. Um, that's kind of like where the district is divided into, and Mama Rosas Pupuserias is just like a little bit north of that, whereas Gulfton is a little bit south of that. But either way, it's about a two-minute difference, so. Yeah. Um, but- um, the next restaurant is Aaron. I gotta be honest, I shouldn't say this, but Aaron is probably both of our favorites on this list. Just Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's amazing. 100%, not to be ironic, because the name of the restaurant is 100% Daquito. Now, this place, I mean, I have countless stories. I used to, I started coming here again recently, a few years ago, on and off, more recently. However, I used to come here all the time when I was a baby. I, I vividly, I, I vaguely, sorry, remember sometimes, but there's also been countless of times where my parents have told me stories, and I don't even remember. And there's like an old car that obviously doesn't work, but it's in the middle of the restaurant. And I have pictures next to that car when I was like two and three. And now I go back and I see that car. It's still there. It, it, they, they, of course, I mean, it's, it's very old. Like they haven't updated a lot of stuff. That's the only negative is it's really time to renovate that place. But besides that, it's incredible food. Absolutely amazing. Um, fresh tacos and it's real Mexican. It's Mexican food. If I didn't say that already, real Mexican, not, not Tex-Mex. Um, so I get there either the bar, not the barbacoa, they call them the, um, carne asada tacos or the chicken tacos. 
Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Same thing, like I said earlier, though, with tacos al jaibo is they have different spices, different um, salsas. Some of them are not spicy and some of them are very spicy. So you just want to be careful with that. Yeah. But this place, guys, you'll never, I mean, you never get over it. I mean, it's amazing. I've been there countless of times and Aaron has too. Yeah. I mean, I go there with friends all the time to talk uh, 100% taquito. And honestly, I would say that what I like there the most, um, recently I've been getting the banderitas, which are like flautas. If y'all know what that is, it's kind of like a... I can't really explain it so well, um, but it's like a, kind of a rolled fried um, tortilla with stuff inside, like meat inside. It's like a fried yeah. taco, basically, but it's not like a hard shell taco. It's just kind of like a fried taco and, that's rolled up. And they also have a really good uh, dessert there, and I'm blanking on the name. Um, I'm blanking on oh, it. Oh, I Mex- get a dessert. No, 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 it's, it's a custard, and why am I blanking on the name? It's a Mexican dessert. Um, custard. It has a name. Oh, I don't know why I'm blanking on it. I when I go there, I get a dessert. Um, that's like a mango smoothie or whatever. Flan, flan. Oh, Duh. you get flan. Yeah, and it's amazing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get it every time I'm there, but I would highly if you go I there, flan, please yeah. get it. Yeah, y'all should definitely get it. And then this next place we're gonna talk about is actually one that I've been to a couple of times, um, like two or three times. I'm not sure if David's been there. It's a place that's in the Spring Branch area of Houston. I have not been there because that's it's a little bit out of the way. Aaron goes there more frequently than me for various reasons, but I don't go to that area very often. Um, so there's not really a reason for me. But I guess if it's good enough, we should. Yeah, I'm, it's really, really amazing in my opinion. Um, it's in the Spring Branch area of Houston, which is kind of like north of Memorial. Um, and it is really well known for their, um, like what I was saying earlier about Daco Sal Jaibo, um, how their quesabiria is what they're known for. It's the same thing. Their birria tacos at Tacos Doña Lina are so, so phenomenal. And to be honest, I think they're my favorite birria tacos I've ever had in my life. I mean, Tacos El Jaibo is amazing, really, really great. Um, if you want like really good cheap food. So Tacos Doña Lina is a little bit more expensive than that, but they're, it's like the amount of flavor and the amount of options um, and the amount of sauces that you can put and salsas on your tacos is like so amazing. Aaron, like it is indescribable how good it is. And you just brought up a really good point that I forgot to say about tacos al jaibo too, which is how cheap it is. Now I hope it hasn't gone up because of the stupid inflation that's happening. But before that, I mean, you could get a taco for like less than two bucks. So I, that's another thing that I forgot to say is how cheap it is, which is one of the reasons we love it so much. Yeah. And Taco Sonia Lina, don't get me wrong. It's not expensive at all. Um, but it will run you a little bit more than Taco Sal Jaibo will just because the area it's in is, it's very like kind of a similar area of mainly Hispanic. Um, but property values there are end. just a little bit like higher there because it is in Spring Branch, which is like, like kind of like a half, I'd say like middle half class, upper middle class. Yeah, probably like upper middle class, what some people would call that. Um, but it's like still has a very large Hispanic population, which is why they have so many great Mexican restaurants in the area. Yeah, um, and, and that's the thing about Houston is you can really be in any area, um, which you can't say about most cities. But like downtown, you'll look around you and there will be Mexican restaurants and Tex-Mex restaurants. Same thing in North Houston, same thing in Bel Air, same thing in the Galleria area. So it really doesn't matter. There's always, because we have such a good, uh, amazing, diverse population that that reflects in the restaurants. Now, these were our top uh, Mexican and generally mostly Mexican, but also Latin American restaurants in Houston. But we do have one honorable mention. I have never been here, so I'm going to let Aaron talk about it. In fact, I, 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 I've never even heard of it before Aaron was talking about it to me a few days ago. So I'll let Aaron talk about it, but it's called Cabo Bob's. Cabo Bob's is a chain, um, and they have a couple locations in a few different cities, I think. I know they certainly have one in Austin that my sister's been to, 
Um, and they have one in Houston on Fountain View, um, like Fountain View and San Felipe. So kind of in between, like kind of in between Piney Point Village and um, Uptown area, like Post Oak uh, and Tanglewood kind of. And it is such a great restaurant because they have so many options of what you can get. The whole thing is kind of like a Chipotle um, from what y'all would know as a reference. Oh, is that the place you went to last night? Yeah, it is. Oh, I didn't know that. I go there probably two, three times a week just because of how convenient it is for me. Um, and it's like pretty good. It's pretty cheap food overall. It won't run you very much money. And, I mean, of course, there's going to be uh, exceptions to this, although I can't even think of one off the top of my head right now. But 99% of the time, I much prefer like single, you know, local restaurants rather than chains. But I've never been here. Would you say it's better than most like individual oh, restaurants? I mean, it is. It, I would say that, you know, there's a lot of those independent little restaurants that try to be like Chipotle or whatever. And they can and they never fail. Right. They fail. They never do like just as good of a job. I know there's plenty of those in Houston, but out of all of them, the only one that I feel like makes a significantly better job at doing stuff than Chipotle does is Cabo Bob's because they're just like the ingredients there are such high quality whereas at Chipotle and stuff it's just not as um but I love Cabo Bob so much and I'd recommend it to anybody who's looking for a quick um reasonable meal um and it tastes really amazing and before we wrap up this episode I do need to say something just so you guys understand um this these restaurants Aaron and I have deemed the top of the list. Now, just so you guys understand how actually amazing these restaurants are, in Houston, most restaurants that open, and I'm sure it's like this in other places like New York and LA, but I'm going to say Houston because it's also known for the food. Most restaurants that open do not do well. They just don't. Most restaurants, even if it has amazing food that open, end up failing within a few months and close because they just don't make money. So first of all, any restaurant that even stays open for two or three years is good, unless, of course, the owner's just really rich and just keeps it open for no reason. Mm-hmm. But besides that, you know that if a restaurant stays open, even if it's not busy, that that it's good because it's making money and most restaurants don't. Yeah. So these restaurants are the top of our list, which means they're definitely making money. They're busy, which just shows that out of millions of people in the city, people choose to come here. And I would I would highly recommend that if you guys are ever here, you try at least two of these restaurants. Um, oh, yeah. Depending on how long you're here. But they're incredible. Thank you guys so much for listening, and until next time, this was the Travel Bros.